eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope everybody had a safe and uh, enjoyable open date weekend for SMU as they were off this weekend uh, from playing with their uh, open date. But now shifting their focus back to the field with a Friday night matchup down in New Orleans against Tulane, 5 p.m. Central, on ESPN, so a little bit of national uh, TV coverage for the Mustangs heading into this one, which unfortunately will not feature running back TJ McDaniel and Reggie Robertson, uh, who were both ruled out for the season on Monday by Sonny Dykes, as we anticipated and feared uh, once you saw their injuries uh, against Memphis happen. And for SMU, it's it's a big blow to lose both, obviously. Reggie Robertson, probably one of the most productive receivers in the country uh, and actually led the country in yards after catch so far this season. Not having him is a big, big uh, missing piece of this offense. I mean, him and Shane Bouchelle have such a great rapport, and they were showing that not only against Memphis, but really all year and, and whenever uh, Reggie Robertson's been on the field for SMU. So they lose Reggie Robertson for the season. They lose TJ McDaniel, who really did, uh, you know, a really good job running the football early in the games for SMU and allowing Ulysses Bentley uh, to go out there and emerge after that. That didn't happen against Memphis. He was injured on the first offensive play and uh, is now out for the season. And and you knew that one was kind of going to be that way. I feel like uh, once he went down, his ankle didn't look right to begin with. His dad posted on Insta- on uh, Twitter that he had uh, popped his dislocated ankle back into place, and then TJ revealed that it, it was a, a broken leg is what he said uh, in an Instagram post over the weekend. So both uh, TJ and Reggie done for the season. Uh, Sonny Dykes didn't reveal the nature of, of Reggie's injury, but I would – anticipated you know being your your typical torn ACL knee uh, injury there and so a big piece you know for SMU both in the passing game and running game now no longer uh, out there for SMU and I think when I look at the wide receiver room it's a lot easier to say okay here's who's going to step up here's what's next for the offense you look at TQ Jackson who got into his first really action uh, once he was ruled eligible, and he's kind of getting him himself, I think, into the mix for SMU. I think the open date with this injury came at a really good time. SMU was able to spend a lot of time with TQ Jackson, trying to get him ready to step up into Reggie Robertson's spot. Sonny Dyke said that would be the spot that he's going to play, that X position where Reggie played uh, is where they're going to put TQ Jackson a little bit more. And then you have Austin Upshaw, who is more than clutch in the game against Memphis with a couple of 
key receptions there and one to get Chris Nagar into a uh, field goal range and, and uh, able to kick that game winning field goal. And then you look at Danny Gray in terms of your big playability ability. You look at Rishi uh, Rice to step up even more like he did last year when Reggie Robertson went down with an injury. And I think for Danny Gray, he's going to continue to come into his own this season. I think one thing Sonny Dykes told us on the call on Monday was his versatility allows him to play all over the place on offense. But I think one tweak they're going to make to Danny Gray's role is having him be in more of a one position, not moving him around as much. And that's to allow him to be a little bit more comfortable. Remember, he's just, he's just working himself into the offense for the most part. I know uh, he was here in the summer, of course, but you know didn't get as much time as you normally would uh, with Shane Bouchelle to get into the mix uh, because most junior college guys come in in December. He didn't have that. And so he is working himself into that offense, getting himself more comfortable. I think simplifying his role is going to help him a lot if that's, that is, in fact, what they do with Danny Gray. Because you have enough guys who have been around. You have Kylan Granson. You have Rasheed Rice. Uh, Austin Upshaw has been around. He knows what's going on. Uh, and and now you have TQ Jackson and, and Danny Gray, who are the two newcomers, that they're going to mix in a little bit more. I think simplifying Danny Gray's role, having TQ Jackson at that exposition is going to help uh, Shane Bouchelle be you know, comfortable without Reggie Robertson going forward. I think that was an issue last year. But I don't think SMU had the game breakers behind uh, Reggie Robertson to bring in. And James Prochet was super productive, volume receiver, though, and and isn't the burner that Danny Gray and Reggie Robertson is. TQ Jackson, you can tell with him running around, he's got that ability to uh, certainly make plays uh, and make big plays. And now it's about bringing those out of him and translating them onto the field without Reggie Robertson out there. In the running game side of things, I think it's a little bit murkier as far as what they're going to do with with Ulysses Bentley, Tyler Levine, and Tameric Williams now. And how they work that rotation is probably going to be one of the bigger storylines over the rest of the season because if they can get the rotation right, if they can get more out of the running game than they did against Memphis, that's going to be big. And I think the defensive scheme for Memphis, that three-man front, has given SMU some fits over the course of certain matchups with teams. That didn't help. Uh, and then, you know, Memphis just being athletic and being a good good football team didn't help either in terms of running the ball. But when you look at Ulysses Bentley, his talent level is there to be able to take on the, the role of being the primary ball carrier. I think you want Tyler Levine to really step up uh, and, and get uh, into the mix a little bit more as the starting running back potentially. It, that'll be kind of the 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 big thing to watch because what TJ McDaniel did so well was ran, he ran hard, ran extremely hard. Uh, he wore down the defenses, and that allowed Ulysses Bentley to come in uh, and and you know land those extra carries uh, and and make big plays. And now that you don't have that, somebody else has to come in and step up. And I think for me, it's got to be Tyler Levine. That's going to be critical, him stepping up and, and being productive and, and and taking care of the football and, and just being a battering ram so that you can tire a defense out and then get Ulysses in there to uh, really, you know, make plays and, and uh, you know, break the big ones that he did uh, earlier uh, this season in, in a couple of those big games that he had. And then I think 
once you figure out that rotation, that allows the offense to kind of settle back in. Because I do think there's it, there's a chance that you could see maybe a little bit of shell shock uh, from not having Reggie Robertson. Now, the bright side is they had an open date that they're able to kind of sit back and, and take stock and, and try to figure out a plan and a good plan going forward to not allow this to affect the team like it did last year. Uh, without Reggie Robertson, um, even though you know they went out against Memphis and scored uh, 48 points or whatever it was. And the ECU, they had a big game as well. But other times, you can just tell the offense was out of sync. The Navy game comes to mind. Uh, uh, the Houston game without him at times, they, they were certainly uh, not on the same page. So now, uh, having gone through this already, I think that helps in a weird way. But uh, they, they need others to step up and, and make big plays. And and you need more consistency, I think, is probably the biggest thing. Danny Gray needs to be uh, more consistent, I think, in my mind. And then you have TQ Jackson and Rasheed Rice has to bounce back from a couple of tough tough plays against Memphis, you know, the, the drop and then the fumble come to mind. But overall, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway from, from this is that SMU does have a little bit better depth and I think just overall talent at the receiver position to kind of weather this loss of Reggie Robertson more so than they did last year. And uh, I, I think Tyler Levine and Ulysses Bentley are probably going to be your one-two punch going forward. I don't think they're going to completely give the whole uh, keys to the offense over to Bentley. I think they'll continue to rely on somebody to, you know, rotate in and, and be a battering ram at times and, you know, set set Ulysses up for big plays. So uh, overall, I mean, hugely disappointing news for both those players. I mean, T. TJ Jack, uh, TJ McDaniel had really uh, been, I think, one of the hardest working guys on the team, a big weight room guy. And then Reggie Robertson had just matured so much and become this player that uh, was, quite frankly, one of the top probably five receivers in the country, maybe top three just overall in terms of talent, production, all the things. So uh, for him, uh, I'm really disappointed. I'm interested to see what he does as far as next steps with the draft. Does he come back for next year uh, and try to stay healthy? Does he risk that? Would he you know, head out? Uh, after this and and just go to the next level so that'll probably be the biggest question going forward last year you saw him announce that he was coming back uh really I mean a couple days after the season that he was coming back and and not you know making the transition to the NFL but for somebody who's averaged over 115 yards per game whenever he's been in the lineup the last two years it's a huge loss for SMU they've got to rebound they've got to find a way uh, to continue to make plays and uh, step up uh, because this is a you know, the loss of Reggie Robertson especially can't result in this offense, you know, getting into the funk that it did at times last year. So we'll find out about that and how they answer it against Tulane at 5 p.m. Central on uh, ESPN. But wanted to get you guys this initial podcast out on the news, share some of my thoughts on Reggie Robertson and TJ McDaniel being out. We'll come back later in the week, of course, with, with more on SMU Tulane, how the teams match up and some of the other things uh, going on around the program. But with that, going to wrap up this edition of the pod. A little breaking podcast for you guys here from Pony Stampede. Appreciate anybody that gives us a rating, gives a gives us a review, and subscribe to the subscribes to the Pony Stampede podcast. But with that, hope you guys have a safe rest of the week and uh, continue to keep it locked on Pony Stampede for all things on SMU uh, Tulane this week and beyond. Thanks for listening and have a good one. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.